Before we hop into this episode, guys, I really quick want to talk about who I am and why I created this podcast for some of you guys who are new. I'm Caleb Box, and I built some multiple six-figure businesses off of YouTube mainly. And uh, just in this podcast, the reason why I made it is because I want to try to help other young entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs, around just business tactics and just different things about life uh, as an entrepreneur that I wish I knew when I was starting out in 2016 with my career. The goal of the podcast is to reveal things that I wish that you know someone told me at a young age and the things that I made mistakes of that will honestly speed up the process for many of you and maybe just break down things that you thought wasn't normal but the reality is it's normal the feelings that you're going through whatever it is and so that's what this podcast is about you can do me a favor by simply leaving a review subscribing to the podcast and sharing it to your friend if you get value off of it that would mean the world to me because that helps me to keep going on this project so enjoy this episode what's up guys welcome to the uncensored business podcast episode two today's episode uh, i wanted to just start off this kind of uh podcast with um a personal message, a personal uh, tactic, I guess you could call it, that I use to really grow um, some of my businesses and, and just really when I was starting out, something that I feel like has moved the needle so much in my personal life. Um, and it's gonna sound very opposite of what all the traditional gurus and, and people are telling you guys. I mean, I see so many of the gurus out there, they're telling you to love people and to uh, have peace in your heart. And obviously that stuff is good overall but honestly if you want to be legit like if you want to be real uh if i want to be real with people and and when i've interviewed and been friends of some massively successful people in my life one common thing i've noticed with those people is that they had the same tactic that i used that none of the gurus are actually talking about or recognizing and the reason why is because most of the legit successful people a lot of them are not motivational speakers a lot of them are just doing their own thing behind the scenes and you don't even know they're successful right and so um in this episode i wanted to talk about it and that tactic is talking about uh it's talking about anger it's talking about using using kind of the almost the i want to say a hundred percent resentment but almost the anger that you have uh, around somebody else or something um, to your advantage. And so I'm going to tell you a story, a personal story in my own life that has allowed me to kind of use this power, I guess you could call it. And that's the way I see it, which might sound egotistic or crazy, but like it's the way I see it because it has been a power in my life. And um, so the story was, when I started out um, on like business and everything, it was 2016, all right? That's when I really took business seriously and everything. And um, I remember going into business. Uh, the The biggest thing for me was originally I worked at a fast food job. You know, it was you know a normal fast food job. That's what kids would do when you're 16. You work a normal fast food job, and uh, so I was working it for about three months. Um, and I remember, like, obviously, a piece of me was like, "There's no way I'm gonna live the nine to five life. Like, there's no way I'm gonna live that life and actually." just live like you can't like just for me i just knew early on i was like there's no way like i knew early on what i wanted to do which was business and youtube now did i know how to do that no i didn't that's the reason why i didn't go anywhere yet right and um so what happened was where finally i just said enough was enough i mean there's a long backstory of what went wrong with the um with the 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 fast food job but in a short way of uh, a short story of that situation what happened was where i would always work at this fast food job i put my all in like everything i've ever really done i've always tried to put everything into this fast food job everything i could you know perform wise like i just i put my all into my work 
And uh, I remember seeing like how, you know, all my friends, they were, you know, working the same job with me. We were all working together at this one fast food chain. And what happened was where uh, pretty much they were getting paid more than me on an hourly basis. Uh, and yet I was running a lot of the uh, a lot of the fast food stuff. For example, um, this fast food chain happens to have, um, you know, custard ice cream. Right. That's one part of the, the chain. And then the, the other part of the restaurant is obviously normal food. And so what I had to do was I was in charge me just uh, me alone. I was in charge of the custard, the ice cream. But you go and you look at the kitchen, the area where they actually create the real food there's like a team of five people so I would have to constantly be managing all by myself making a bunch of ice cream I have to get it done within under five minutes of order you know rush it out to them I would then try to like hand it off to my friends who's which their job was to run it out the door to the other people like you know customers and everything so they could you know go uh, but the problem was my friends were being super uh, lazy in a way and they were walking instead of running to deliver the food and pretty much what happened was where I got really upset because then that made me have to not only make the ice cream but then run the food out and everything and then I would have to get, it was just a lot I had to do multiple tasks uh, all you know all trying to like get paid like under what they were getting paid and so Long story short, um, what happened was where over time I started to like, you know, started, obviously you start, your body gets exhausted. Um, and I remember I got sick on the job one time. I got sick on the job and, uh, you know, it was like, it came out of nowhere. It's like high fever, you know, you, you know, the kind of fever where you can barely move around and you literally are going to faint. Like that was what it was at, like the point of that. And um, the way this restaurant is set up is where the, the ice cream, the custard, it is like open. Like people can see you create, like you're right next to the customers. People can see you create the ice cream. So if I'm sick, that's not a good look. If I end up puking in the ice cream, like that's game over for everybody. So um, I immediately told one of the managers, like, look, I don't feel good. Um, I'm going to call up one of my buddies who, you know, works there and I'm going to see if he can take my, take my shift. But like I legitimately cannot stand without like feeling like I'm going to faint. And so the person was like, all right, yeah, go for it. So I, I, I called my buddy up. My buddy was like, yo, I'll be there in like 30 minutes. I'm like, cool. And then at the time I couldn't drive. So I was like, yo, like I told my dad, I was like, I need you to pick me up. So um, my dad ended up picking me up and everything. Uh, the managers already knew I was leaving and everything and that, you know, someone else was going to take my shift. So I was thinking, all right, my buddy said 30 minutes, he'll be here. And, and you know, my dad showed up 20 minutes later. So I was like, my buddy will be here in 10 minutes. They can live without someone on shift for 10 minutes. So I, uh, you know, I drive off whatever. And then I come back a few days later when I feel better and they end up it's pulling me into the office and they said well here's the problem that your buddy didn't show up till two hours later and i'm thinking to myself what the heck like why why would he wait that long you know obviously i'm like okay whatever but that's not really my problem like i literally could not do the work i was sick and uh they i, I remember i got so mad there they they told me well here's the problem your uh, you're going to be suspended for two weeks because, um, you know, because you obviously, you know, you, you left on the, in the middle of the job. And I'm thinking to myself, I had it like, obviously like I had, I was sick. Like you expect me to stay in here. And granted, if you guys don't know, like most of these fast food chains, I mean, the people, the managers that are hired are like 24, 23 sometimes. And so they're super young. They don't, you know, obviously understand fully that level of uh, leadership and so at that moment, they told me, yeah, you're going to be suspended for two weeks. So I was just, I was so mad. I was like, you know what? Like, fuck off. Like, I was like, I'm done. Like, that was when, that was when I think it clicked in my head. Like, I was done being pushed around. 
um, and backstory of my life, like my entire life, I've, I was pushed around like uh, up till that point, you know what I mean? Like every person that I would try to be friends with, I would always be like kind of like the laughing stock out of the group, every friend group, everything. Now, I'm not saying that for people to have pity on me, obviously, but you get what I'm saying. Like, you know, imagine this kid going through his entire life being pushed on and, and no one, you know, you know, just everyone pushing him on the on, uh, side and everything. And, uh, and also like through my life, I was always told like my mom would take me to these different, um, different doctors or whatever. And, uh, they would always say, you know, they, they told me, and it's true, like, you know, you have dyslexia and so it's hard for you to learn. It's, and, and I remember some of them, one, one person, they told me like, Oh, like it's going to be hard for this kid to, to make it, make it far until he like figures out how to, you know, work around this dyslexia thing. And I remember I'm like, how, why would you tell an 11 year old kid that, you know, who has, I guess, dyslexia, like, why would you call, tell him, oh, good luck, like going through life, it's going to be difficult. And, um, and so, you know, up till that point, when, when that fast food job happened and everything, at that point, I, I just like, I, I didn't tell them to fuck off. But in my head, I was like, I was still professional about it. But in my head, I was just like, man, I'm done with you guys. So I told him, I was like, look, like, uh, I quit. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this. Like, I, I'm getting paid less. And, you know, you guys obviously don't care about me, it seems like, even though I'm doing my best. And so I'm out. And uh, so I left. Um, and I didn't know what I was going to do after that. Um, in my head, though, um, what happened was where pretty much uh, I was like, I'm going to find a way to make it work. I was going to I'm going to find a way to make YouTube work for myself. And I'm going to find a way to, uh, you know, really make business work. That, that was my mindset. I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it work because I never want to be in a position like that again, where I feel like someone has power over me like that. That's just how I felt. And I've, I've always been this way where it's like, I cannot let someone have power over me. It's just something in me, I guess. Like leadership wise, I am bad with someone being the leader over me. It's just how I'm wired. And so in that moment, I was like, all right, I'm done. Um, now, at the time, I had a girlfriend. And, um, you know, obviously, <laughs> let's be real, guys. Like, anyone who knows this, like, in high school, let's be real. Those girlfriends, those boyfriends, they ain't real. I mean, most of them aren't. Some of them are legit. They, you know, high school sweethearts, whatever. But let's be real. That's a rare thing. And uh, I remember that one girlfriend, she told me, she was like, she's like, how are you supposed to support our family if you're quitting, like, this job or you're not you're not planning on getting a degree and you want to be a YouTuber? Because it sounds weird. Oh, I want to be a YouTuber. Like, it's, it's weird to bring that up up um and uh and she was like how are you supposed to support us like this is delusional dreaming like what are you doing and it was in that moment i was like wait a second like you want me to support you like you know what i mean like i can support myself maybe if one day when we're older we have kids i can support the kids but you want me to support you like why don't you think about also supporting yourself like and, and i quickly realized that this girl was expecting me to take care of her and do everything for her and so I immediately I was like, all right, I'm not going to do this. This girl doesn't believe in my dreams. This girl doesn't, you know, see a future, uh, really like with me, the way I'm trying to go about it. So I just told her, I was like, all right, this isn't going to work. So literally in the same week, I dumped my girlfriend. I left the job. I was at a point it, it was, you know, some people, people have different variations of rock bottom, but for a 16 year old kid, that's rock bottom for me because in that moment, I didn't really have that many friends back then. So in that moment, I was like, all right, like, now it's practically rock bottom for me, you know? And so I had $200 left in my bank account. And this is where, this is where what I did was, this is where the anger part comes into play. This is where what I'm talking about to you guys comes into play about using anger to your advantage, which was in this moment, I had so many people telling me, yeah, good luck. You're, you're not going to succeed. By the way, when I quit that fast food job, they literally told me like, what are you going to do? And I told them I'm going to find a way to make YouTube work. And they're like, hey, good luck. And they laughed at me. So what happened was where I used all this 
and doubts and people who didn't believe in me to my advantage. Even my parents didn't really believe me. So I used all of this almost, um, you know, people was like, are you sure? Like this, there's no way this is going to work. Like good luck making that happen, you know, because I grew up in kind of a small town, Kansas city. So I used all of this anger kind of, and, and people doubting me to my advantage to be like, one day you guys are going to come back to me and ask for a job. Like that was in my head at a very young age. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just make something happen for myself. And one day these people are going to come back to me and ask me for a job. That's the goal. And, uh, and so that I ran with that. Like I woke up ever since then like i woke up uh you know 4 30 in the morning right and then i would work till like eight and i would get up before my dad would get up to work because i wanted to show my dad you know who didn't really my dad wasn't like not believing me but he didn't believe in me you know what i mean it was it was kind of that middle like he wants to be nice and believe in me but you know it's it's a it's a far-fetched dream to be a youtuber right it sounds weird right it's not a normal route to go as a career and so for me I wanted to prove to my dad, look, man, I'm going to work harder than you. Like that, that's my mentality. I use that anger and frustration to be like, guess what? I'm going to work harder than all you lazy guys. Because the truth is like, if you guys don't believe in me, if you don't even think you can achieve dreams in your own life, and then now you're putting that projection onto my dreams and my life, then I'm going to prove you wrong. And I'm just going to work harder than you. And then one day you're going to be like, like, dang, he did it. And so I use this anger every day, woke up early, like put everything on the line and just used it to my advantage. And still to this day, I try so hard and it sounds so bad, but like I try so hard to put myself in a position where I'm listening into other people's drama and other people telling me I can't do something. And I love that because I feed on it. When someone tells me, oh, you can't do this or good luck doing that or that's a far-fetched dream, I love that because I use it to my advantage to just take a like, just go after my goals. Like it's honestly my fuel. And so for a lot of people out here right now, it's probably you who's listening to this. You're probably right now, maybe at rock bottom, maybe you're just starting out on business, whatever your dreams are. And you're thinking to yourself, man, all these people are doubting me. All this other stuff is happening. I'm, you know, I just, I don't want to live a normal life. Maybe you want to do something big. Maybe you want to, whatever it is, I'm telling you, use that anger, use those people, those other people's thoughts that let's be real. Those thoughts are not your thoughts. So don't let those thoughts become your thoughts of someone else's thoughts on you, right? That's their thoughts about themselves and they're projecting it onto you. But use that though as fuel to prove them wrong. Because for me, the moment I did that and the moment I succeeded, like maybe a year or two later, I would say was when I could say that I was making decent money. And obviously, you know, as a young high school kid, like making a thousand bucks a month is a big deal from YouTube, from something that literally only takes maybe 10 hours a week at that point. And so at that point, like so many of them started to come, like people who doubted me was like coming to me is like, hey, you got a job or whatever. That's that became my fuel and that pushed me so much. And so. To be honest, I believe that anger has really pushed me so fr- so much further ahead. You, you think about people like Michael Jordan, right? The basketball player, like he talks about in his documentary, he uses the anger, the fuel of that, uh, of the hate around him or people doubting him to his advantage. And that's where he goes, like that's how he became Michael Jordan is using that to his advantage. And he would literally do this to himself. And this is what I do to myself as well. Like he will literally make up someone else saying something about him and make him believe 
that they said it to him. Like I'll sometimes do this. Like I'll literally take someone, maybe someone just said, oh, good luck with that. Like, I, I believe you can do it, but you know, it's probably hard. And they're just saying it out of like kindness and just be like, it's gonna be hard, but yeah, good luck. You got this or something like that. I will take that that phrase and turn it into the person in my head re-saying it and I would turn it into, oh yeah, good luck. That's not gonna work for you. You know, like that, there's no way that's gonna succeed. Like, yeah, you're no, like I will literally lie to myself about what someone else said to me to like mess my mental up to be like oh well i'm gonna prove them wrong even though half of that what the person said to me wasn't what what it, what's in my head so i'm just saying that's the place i put myself in now people can say all day long these gurus out there these like motivational speakers and they they say oh love and and don't have resentment forgive look i believe in forgiving of course i believe in obviously loving and all that stuff but like you also got to realize that you have an emotion called anger. And if you try to hide your anger, if you try to like put it all the way down and just stuff it down and you never actually recognize that anger, you never actually let that anger go out, whether it be going to the gym to, to get rid of that anger, whatever, if you're just stuffing it in and trying to fake yourself about love and positivity, like the truth is eventually that's going to blow up in everyone else's face and that's going to ruin everything for you. So for me, I rather take that energy, that, that real emotion, because anger is a real emotion that will always exist. And I rather take that energy and turn it into something positive like you know, being amazing at business and proving those people wrong, right? Or for some of you guys, maybe fitness, right? So that's my point. Uh, and, and I don't want this to be super long of an episode, but that's what I want you guys to be left off with is use anger to your advantage. Like it's not a bad thing to get angry. It's not a bad thing to want to stick it in someone else's faces. It, it, it really isn't. Now, obviously there's a professional and chill way of doing that. You don't want to be a, a dick about it when you show someone, hey, guess what? I'm better than you. Like obviously you don't want to say that to them, but you want to do it in a professional way, but in a calm and mature way. But deep down inside, in your head, you want to just pep yourself up and be like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, screw, like, I'm gonna do so good, and they're gonna wish they never said that to me." And that's the mentality you want to go into. It. That's the mentality that has helped me so much. And so, if you want to take that, give it a shot. But like, legitimately, guys, I will tell you this right now. I still, to this day, I have like notes in my notes app on my iPhone, and I write down what people said to me long ago and the stuff that they've said to me i just remember it and i replay it in my mind to get myself ready to go out there and win and so that's the that's the secret tactic that's the tactic that i think has helped me so much um obviously there's so many tactics which uh we'll be breaking down in this podcast so make sure you subscribe to this podcast and leave a review because that personally helps me whenever you guys re leave a review and if you did get something out of this please share it with your friends because that'll help me as well and so i'll go ahead and see you guys in the next podcast episode peace